Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. Who man. Uh, so allergies, huh? Oh, man. Has it hit you as hard as it's hit me? Yeah, it hit me. That, well, I've had a pretty good allergy season so far, thus far, but uh, in my office about an hour before you showed up, I started sneezing. My eyes started swelling a little bit, mm. itching. So I'm, I'm having uh, some kind of allergic uh, experience. Okay. And I you thought, as well. Now, you work outdoors, though. You were out. Yeah, I do. I Honestly, I have never really had allergies until Monday <laughs> in my entire <laughs> I life. Thought, I, I was waiting for there was a pregnant pause there. And I thought you were going to say until I moved to Texas. No. Okay, and you okay. said until Monday. No, we moved to Texas. It's <laughs> been three years now. And I've never experienced what I've been experiencing this week so okay, far. Okay, so what happened Monday? I woke up and, man, my throat was really sore, just weird congestion. And I don't know, man, really just feeling is the word for it. Yeah. I mean, most people, but that is very specific. I've never had allergies until (laughs) month. I can do allergies. I know the the name and the date. Yeah. As of yesterday, (laughs) the day and the date (laughs) as of yesterday, Mm -hmm. I had allergies. Well, it is that time I get a little weather alert daily says, you know, what's, what's high. Grasses, weeds, Mm -hmm. trees. And, uh, and I find that's helpful, but not accurate for me because really? it could say something's high yeah. and I have a great day and it could say something's not so, and I, and I don't have a great mm. day. So I don't know. We both, uh, we both have stuff going on. Yeah, that's for sure. I was honestly, I was kind of bummed to hear that you were dealing with allergies. I thought you those were. were tears of joy when you saw me. So <laughs> you and your swollen you eyes. I thought it was tears of joy versus Sad. I just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're just like, dude, Jared, I have been waiting all week for the podcast. I am so excited yeah. to record well, this Okay, I need to share with you. I think I mentioned this one time on the podcast before. I did have several atomic fireballs today. Oh, did you so really? it's possible that I ate that and then like scrap, rub my eye. That's oh, no. Have you ever done that? Like you horrible. get something. Yeah, I get a little uh, little jalapeno juice or yeah, something. Yeah, on yeah, your whatever it is. Rub your eyes. And, and, or an, an atomic fireball would be like a hot cinnamon thing. Yeah, like on. cinnamon. So that could, but, but I have had allergies unlike you. Mm. Mine began before Monday. I had them as a child, so all of my life, oh. allergies, asthma, stuff like that. So as a young kid, uh, I can't date mine nearly as accurately as you, but um, mm. but I have had it, so I don't know. But it, it hit me right before you got here, so yeah. Wow. I, I'm not beyond shedding a tear of joy to see you. <laughs> I, I want to make that clear. That could happen. It could. But I not it. this time. Yeah. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, man, uh, moving along in the uh, book of Habakkuk, how are you feeling so far about the series? I think it's yeah, been you're feeling. really um, good. Well, thank you. I, yeah. I'm, I'm encouraged by it in the sense that um, I always like to, you know, learn new things and see see truth in a different way. And yeah. this is a book that's kind of tucked away at the end of the Old Testament. So a lot, mm-hmm. we may not be that familiar with it. So you're right. kind of saying, oh, these are big truths uh, in a big truths in a little book. You yeah. Know? Um, so I've been encouraged. I feel like the Lord's, I mean, I've got my own things that I'm like everybody else yeah. that I'm waiting on and saying why and how long. So I'm preaching to myself every Sunday, mm-hmm. which is important. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, sustaining my, uh, my, my heart and, um, been encouraging to me. And so I've, uh, seems seems like uh, you know we're getting questions and just the anecdotal dialogue, uh, the anecdote of um, having dialogues with people seems like yeah. uh, at hitting some big questions of life resonate with mm-hmm. folks. So. Yeah, that is for sure. Yep, that is absolutely the case. 
Well, speaking of questions, we got some more. Okay. So why don't we jump in? Uh, here we go. Here's the first one. Could the vision in Habakkuk be God's vision for Israel to his chosen covenant people called to be a light to the nations? Yeah, I kind of made a joke Sunday that uh, I said I didn't know uh, what the vision was or I made the joke about, you know, uh, I don't know being three of the most important words you should hear from your preaching <laughs> pastor for sure. If you if you never hear that, you're in trouble. Uh, so... Um, you know, again, so my answer was then I'm not exactly sure. I, I certainly think this person asking the question is is on to something in that um, he or she is identifying God's uh, purpose for Israel. He chose them, made a covenant with them so that they would be a light to the nations. That's mm-hmm. what he said here. Ultimately, yeah. he will work in them and through them so that they will advertise uh, to the world what it's uh, what God is like. And they're yeah. failing. They're failing in that. Um you know, being violent towards one another, oppressing one another, that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty run-of-the-mill, uh, you know, uh, ancient behavior, or, <laughs> or present behavior for that matter. But that that is, <laughs> that doesn't distinguish them as their God being any different than any others. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it means as broad, uh, that the vision is as broad as this person's asking, you know, God's chosen covenant people called to be a light to the nations. But I certainly think the reason for the judgment would be so that ultimately that they would repent um, and walk faithfully with their God so that, as the person asked, they would be a light to the yeah. nation. So I, I, I don't know if that's the particular vision, but I think that's that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, and that's certainly God's purpose. And so to remind them of that purpose mm. uh, would make sense. So I, I appreciate the question, and I think it certainly is could be part of it for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. All right, moving on. Uh, here's the second one. Habakkuk 2 encourages the Christian toward active waiting. It seems each of us, based on personality and other factors, will tend to emphasize, sometimes unhelpfully, activity or waiting. One person's, quote, waiting on God could be Christianese for inactivity due to laziness Mm. or fear of stepping out in faith. Yet another person's, quote, active waiting could really be code for striving in their own strength. In seasons of waiting, how can we know if we are trending towards laziness and fear or self-sufficient striving when examining ourselves or when counseling others? That's great, huh? Wow, that was I, really I fantastic. That, and I think that person's a writer. I don't know who they are. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see the text. You just uh, email them to me. But yeah. I think that person's a writer. Whoever wrote that question, you you may have a writing gift. You've got, hmm. You turn a phrase... Um, and so just, uh, just feel that encouragement. Oh. And so step out in faith. <laughs> Don't be lazy. Uh, no. Did you write that question, Jared? No, I didn't. Okay. 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 Nope. Very good. Okay. I mean, cause you're a writer as well, but I just, uh, I make the point. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or your wife's a writer. <laughs> she is. Yes. But that's not the question. Okay. Uh, I think this is a challenge. The person, like so many areas of the Christian life, it's, I, I use this metaphor frequently, you can fall mm-hmm. into one ditch or the other. Right. And so the person's saying, how do you stay on the stri- street, the road, instead of falling into the ditch on one side, laziness and fear. And I love, I love the phrase, this could just be Christianese uh, for inactivity due to laziness or fear of stepping yeah. out. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it sounds hyper spiritual right. I'm, well I'm just waiting on God yeah. and well maybe you're being lazy or maybe you're fearful <laughs> yeah the Lord is teaching me patience right now yeah exactly <laughs> so this person's really n- nailed it uh, the way they ask it so a couple of questions I would ask on the one side laziness are, is waiting on God Christianese for uh, you know laziness so you know one good question to ask is are you fulfilling your responsibilities so when you're wait while waiting for change are you doing 
what you're supposed to be doing while mm. waiting for God to intervene. Are you being faithful in what you know he's called you to do? So there may be something in front of you. We don't know, mm. but we do know you're called to be faithful. If you're married, you're called to be uh, uh, loving your spouse and growing in your marriage. If yeah. you're a parent, you're called to be uh, growing in relationship with your children. Uh, you work, we all work. So, um, and if you're retired, you may do volunteer kind of work. Uh, so we all work in the home or outside of the home. Are you seeking to continue to honor the Lord where he's placed you and mm-hmm. what you're doing? How about in church? Are you, well, I'm waiting for the Lord to do something. Okay, that's great. But are you continuing to build relationships and serve and yeah. uh, participate and, and uh, use your gifts and all this kind of stuff? So are, is there in, in your relationship? So are you detaching yourself while waiting for God? Oh, I'm just not kind of doing that until the Lord answers, or are you going about what we know that he's called us to be, uh, to do? Um, and you know, one of the things that I find to be true is that, uh, the old metaphor of it's easier to steer a car when it's moving that to turn the wheel than when it's still, you know, mm-hmm. if you ever, uh, you work with autos, so you may experience <laughs> that, but you, when you're driving, you know, you turn and it moves very easily yeah. when you're still the, the wheel just doesn't move nearly as easily. So, mm-hmm. um, the Lord oftentimes it's from, he intervenes and he acts when we're moving. If sometimes we're like, well, the Lord may be changing my direction or whatever. Okay. Will you just be faithful to move what he's called you to do? Mm. And then he'll, he'll turn that and intervene. He'll yeah. turn the wheel as he wants. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Jesus take the wheel. right? <laughs> so uh, yes. at any rate, so I think that's one. So the one set of questions might be, uh, are you fulfilling your responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also put this thing about fear, which is good too, because I think we could fail to, to act because we're afraid. So one other question would be, are you, is there anything you're afraid of? What are you afraid of in this situation? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you acting? Maybe you're waiting out of fear, as the person says. Maybe you're putting off looking for a new job or applying for an open position uh, in your company. And maybe the reason is not really that you don't know the Lord's will. He may speak by a rejection or an, an invitation to take the job. Yeah. He may speak by an open or shut door. But are you fearful of you know, putting yourself out there. Mm. So that could be a real, well, I'm waiting for the Lord to move. Well, he may not just show up with a job offer. Uh, you may need to step out and be stretched, you know, in yeah. that situation. Or are you putting off, have, I was thinking about having a difficult conversation. It could be, well, I'm kind of waiting for the Lord to show me. Once the person seems to be more open and changing, then I'll take that initiative to have a difficult conversation. Well, no, maybe faithfulness is the person is the person and I need to have the conversation yeah. uh, now. Yeah. You know, I was thinking That's another good. one might be you're in young adults, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this would apply to older singles as well. But young adults, you know, maybe um, maybe uh, the Lord is saying to take action. Maybe the, the Lord's saying, go ahead and ask her out. We can discern God's direction by her yes or no. <laughs> you know? Maybe yes. the Lord's going to speak through her yes or no, as yeah. opposed to, well, I'm just kind of waiting for a sign. Once the Lord makes it clear, right. well, is is she a Christian? Yes. Is right. she godly? Yes. Are you interested in her? Yes. Yeah. Then ask her out. Yeah, and we don't need to wait. Good. We don't need to. So that could right. be a fear. Yeah. Fear of rejection. Fear. Of, well, that's what the person said in their question, right? Fear mm-hmm. could be a fear of stepping out in faith. Yeah. So whether it's work or a relationship or something difficult, we could do one of two ways. We could we could just we could fail to be faithful. We could be fearful. Mm-hmm. And, and I think so that's one ditch. Yeah. And then the other ditch, they said, could it be code for striving in one's uh, own strength? Um, I, I think the question there is just, am I dependent on the Lord? So how do I know if I'm striving in my own strength? One way, and this sounds like a spiritual answer, but it's just reality. You know, how's my prayer life? 
tide. Uh, how's it going, especially in, around this issue? We're to wait and pray, which shows our dependence on the Lord. So that that's one thing. We could be saying, well, I'm waiting on the Lord. And the question was, well, could you just be active, but not really looking to the Lord? I think we look to the Lord by prayer. I think we look to the Lord by what if, uh, what am I depending on? You know, what if this doesn't, what if I'm, what I'm waiting on doesn't work out? What if the Lord doesn't open that door? How will I do with that? Mm. You know, sometimes where our dependence, where lies shows up in when things don't work out. So yeah. how's that going? You know, am I dependent yeah. Lord? Another one might be, am I asking anybody else for help or counsel? If I'm dependent on the Lord, if I'm striving in my own strength, I'm doing my own deal. I don't need to hear yeah. from anybody. But am I, while I'm waiting, am I seeking to, you know, ask others, uh, what are those around me who are wise and godly? What do they think as I'm mm-hmm. waiting? What do they think about it? Yeah. Do they think, what do they think I should be doing? Yeah. Um, not that we just do what someone says, but if they're trustworthy, that's a way of showing dependence, prayer, yeah. asking for, uh, counsel and help, uh, from a friend, someone who's mature, um, uh, sort of imagining what will it be like if I, this doesn't work out. Well, that mm. could be depending on me and not the Lord and his will. Right. So to me, those are the kind of questions I would ask about the two ditches. One being responsibility or what are you fear of, afraid of? The other one is how is, what does dependence look like in your life right mm. now? And those are some, some ideas. So yeah. those are just some thoughts. That was good. That was really helpful. It, it kind of reminded me of, uh, just kind of the tension of, um, you know, you know, one of the, <laughs> One of the things that I experienced kind of growing up uh, in one one of the churches I was attending when I was kind of in high school, you know, you're looking towards, you know, what's next after high school, uh, you know, and and there's, you know, (laughs) some people kind of have that fear of, you know, if I what if this isn't the right college? What if I miss the will of God or, or, you know, those sorts of things where it's almost you're so afraid to do anything because you, you, you haven't miss. had a clear, yeah. yeah, you haven't had a clear, uh, you know, vision from God mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And, uh, a book that I, I've found to be really helpful, uh, maybe speaking towards, uh, maybe inactivity due to fear is mm-hmm. Kevin DeYoung's Just, oh, yeah. Do Just Do Something. Really yeah. good book. And it's short. It's it's kind of a quick read. Um, and it really speaks to that and is kind of encouraging not not to just go and do, right. you know, crazy things, right. but um, but not to be so uh, so over spiritualizing every single decision that you are you're frozen because you mm-hmm. just haven't had a word from the Lord or, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. it might be. So that's helpful. Um, but also the flip side, like you were saying, you know, it's so important to know what your place is. Yeah. Um, and it kind of stuck out as you were talking, just uh, you, even your your talk at the the men's conference mm. on Saturday morning uh-huh. when you talked about your place. And, and I think, you know, especially my generation, it's very much what's the next thing, what's the next mm-hmm. promotion. You know, I, I mean, honestly, when you're young and mm-hmm. you are in high school or you're in college, you are looking towards the next sure. thing. That's kind of like the habit of life. Sure. You know, what is next for me? Yeah, that's the big um, question at that yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. And then once you're out, once you get your first job or maybe on your yeah. second job or you're married and, and you're looking towards, you know, having kids or now you have kids and, and life becomes, uh, you know, a series of routines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's maybe less, uh, I don't know, exciting yeah, yeah. maybe, uh, you know, there's a temptation to be looking out and forgetting what God has brought you to in, yeah. in the moment. So where about, yeah. What does faithfulness in this moment, yeah, in this exactly. place look like? That's yeah. really the important question. Yeah. Um, but there are things we we are waiting for God to do in our mm-hmm. lives at points. So the way the person asked this was very thoughtful, and yeah. uh, I appreciate just the kind of the conscience thing there, where they asking the question, "I don't want to be lazy, but right. I don't want to be presumptuous." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. what's the middle ground? Yeah. And I th- I think for me, 
asking certain questions of myself or having someone else ask them to me, what about this? What about mm-hmm. that? Those are helpful. And you, you, you touched on a couple of big ones, uh, life decisions that are in front of you. We, right. Where am I going to work? Where am I going to go to school? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be in a relationship? Am, am I going to yeah. get married? Where am I going to live? Uh, yeah. What church am I going to be in? That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, these these sure. are the big decisions that right. we face at different times. And, Absolutely. Uh, so, there needs to be some, you, you know, we want to, sometimes we're waiting on the Lord, or uh, sometimes it's a really difficult situation in our lives, and we're just looking for the Lord to uh, sustain us or intervene, yeah. and so sometimes we're waiting in those kinds of contexts, mm-hmm. and um, I think these same questions apply. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's very similar. I mean, <laughs> this, this last question kind of touches on that some, too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, here it is. How can you discern between a season of waiting and time to move on? I mean, gosh, isn't that what we were just kind of talking right. about a little bit? Uh, particularly in employment. My current job is not a viable option financially for my family in the long run, but it's one of service to the community, so I struggle determining when to leave it and pursue a better option. I've read Dave Harvey's Rescuing Ambition and found it affirming and that this current job is not my long-term vocation and that I should pursue the job that is, but am unsure of the timing. So I guess I'm asking how long, oh Lord, yeah. uh, which has already been answered. Yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate that question too. And here's the amazing thing that that person is demonstrating. I'm, I feel like I'm... I'm not just trying to have a love fest for every question asker or whatever, <laughs> but uh, I do. Let's do note that here's we're reading um, a minor prophet writing about the invasion of the Chaldeans from you know the, the late 500s BC, and this person is asking specifically, how does this apply to my current employment and my next step of employment? So that's really they're making a they're they're really seeking to uh, apply this. I think in a, in a most helpful yeah most helpful context. They're thinking mm-hmm. practically, which is great. Um, this is one for sure. I feel like I say this a fair bit on the podcast, but this is one for sure that probably uh, we'd need more detail to really comment sure. on. And, and I'm going to actually recommend. Uh, uh, speaking with someone at the end of my answer here, but um, I want to start by saying I think it would be important to know what do you what does the person mean by in the long run? So the person's question was, uh, my current job is not a viable option financially for my family in the long run. So if it means I really need a new job in a year or five years or um, once we start having kids or once the kids hit middle school and, mm-hmm. you know, so are you talking about one year, five years, 10 years? What are you talking right. about? That would really affect how I would answer mm-hmm. uh, the question. Um, yeah. And I get the difficulty. The person's saying, I think by the thing about service to the community, they're saying this is a meaningful job. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're saying this is a, f- a fulfilling line of work. Mm. Ful- it's, um, and I don't want to really move on to something else because I like what I'm doing. Uh, but it's just not going to meet the needs of my uh, family for the long run. So I think what I would say is what is the timetable that I need to make a transition financially? Mm-hmm. And then looking at that, I think what active waiting can mean uh, in this circumstance is it might mean using this time uh, to prepare for your future. So maybe you need some new skills. If you're going to mm-hmm. transition into a better paying job, Maybe you're going to need to get some, uh, acquire some new skills. Maybe you're going to need some training of some sort to earn more to provide for your family. Um, it might mean this is a season to take take some courses, or I don't know, get 
get a certification of so whatever line you of work you want to go into, right. uh, maybe networking, um, it's so, where you're getting to know other people that could help you in this. Um, but doing something active now so that when you do come, we all know that just because you say, okay, I'm looking for a job doesn't mean you got one this hour. <laughs> so you will be very dependent on the Lord to open the door for yeah. a job. But maybe active waiting means I'm doing something now to prepare for that time. Yeah. So when that time comes... I'm not just saying, hey, Lord, you know, um, uh, you know, amazingly give me skills that I don't currently have. Amazingly give <laughs> me experience that I don't have so I can get this job. But you're saying, yeah. no, I'm seeking to be wise and prepare so that when you get to a formal yeah. job, job search, you're, you are ready. That's Another good. thing I thought about was, <laughs> this is a stab in the dark because I don't know this person or what their job is, but because they said it's service to the community, I wondered maybe they work in a nonprofit or mm. something like that. Yeah. Um, one thing you could also try to do is, are there some skills you could gain where you are now that if you were to make a transition or experience uh, some some various experience, if you're in a job where they would give you, hey, could I try this? Could I do that? Could I help out over here? Yeah. Volunteer to take on some responsibility um, because maybe it will provide some experience for you so that if you were to make a transition into the pro, uh, for-profit world, or maybe it's just a different industry that would pay better, certain skills uh, and certain abilities uh, are transferable. Yeah. And so you might be able to get those where you are now so that when you do apply for something else, you're going, well, I, I did this. I, you know, I did uh, these kinds of things that would transfer to this other yeah. other role. So maybe yeah. that's something you could be doing, which also makes you a greater, you're, you're bringing more benefit to your current job. If you expand your experience and responsibilities, you might be able, you might be more valuable, bringing more value to your current job, mm -hmm. which also prepares you uh, for your, uh, your next one. So it's a yeah. great question. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about uh, is, is the last thing on this would be, um, I think there are resources in the church to help this person. Um, and what I was going to suggest is uh, we may have someone in the kind of field you're thinking about, or I'm going to have to do something different. Sounds mm -hmm. like maybe a career change even. I don't yeah. know. Um, there's probably someone in the church who, <clears throat> unless you really have something unusual, or an unusual job in mind, there's probably someone who's uh, experienced in your line of work. We've yeah. got a lot of older folks that have a lot of experience in a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different uh, employment situations. Mm -hmm. So I would just say the guy who oversees all of our faith and work is Bob uh, Hughes oversees that kind of uh, ministry. But we, you could talk to him and he probably knows someone in the church, mm -hmm. either he could give you some counsel, but he may know someone in the church that you could um, take and say, Hey, can I buy you lunch or buy you a cup of coffee? And, um, pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you do? Here's what I think I need to do. Here's here's the end goal. Here's yeah. what I think I need to be earning something like this in this type of work. What what are what would you recommend as next yeah. steps? So I think there's you know this is where the church can be a tremendous resource because that counsel also could come from a biblical point of view. Mm -hmm. You know here's here are the yeah. values to keep in mind as you Absolutely. look to earn more money. Earning more money is not a bad. Uh, looking to earn more money is not ungodly or unspiritual, especially when you're providing for others. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's not. Not the ultimate at all for yeah. the job, but uh, and I think they get that because they want a meaningful job that also uh, they feel like they can care for their family. So right. those are a few thoughts on that one. But again, active waiting. Um, what can you do 
actively while mm-hmm. you wait for the Lord, what the Lord has for you. Yeah, that's great. And there are really great resources, you know, depending on um, <clears throat> what that next step might be or that next yeah. career field or, you know, like you were saying, what are some certifications? I mean, there are so many great uh, resources online available oh, today yeah. for, you know, <laughs> learning new skills or, yeah. uh, you know, getting certification for different kinds of things. And it, it it's surprisingly inexpensive to yeah. learn these new things. You know, you might, you might suspect that it's going to be expensive, it, like going back not. to college yeah, or something like that. Not. Man, there is so much stuff out there, which is encouraging. Yeah. So. Can you say YouTube? Mm, YouTube? Yeah, there you go. Everything's on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. I learned how to preach on YouTube. Did you yeah, really? That, my whole job, everything I do, I learned on YouTube. That makes sense. Yeah. Really, in a way. It <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm because just kidding. It, it makes sense because it didn't seem like a lot of substance. And uh, Oh, no. man, that That's was funny. excellent. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for speaking to those questions. And again, guys, thank you for sending them in. For sure. Um, you don't know who else is listening, who is ministered to because you stepped out and, mm-hmm. you know, showed some vulnerability and in, mm-hmm. in uh, opening up your life and asking these questions. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. Well, that's all the questions we did have. What, what's upcoming for us? Well, here's one thing that's upcoming. This Sunday, we will be talking about judgment on the Chaldeans. Mm. And uh, I, and so really, uh, you know, you've been waiting for that, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah as it, well, the section of my Bible just says, you know how the Bible, they add little headings to sections. So mine just says, whoa, to the Chaldeans. Ooh. And it's not like, whoa. It's, it's more like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> it's not, whoa. <laughs> whoa. The Chaldeans. Whoa, man. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, see the Chaldeans. <laughs> it's not like that. It's more like W-O-E, which oh is my. a term of judgment. Yes. Um, so I wanted to say this, Jared, and I want to say this in the most, um, I, uh, this is not a, comp- I'm not making any kind of comparison here. I'm, I'm honestly not. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about the, very briefly, the benefit of teaching, of hearing teaching and teaching through a book of the Bible. And I believe you can preach topical messages, for instance, and be biblical for Mm -hmm. sure. So I'm not criticizing any other church or any other preacher's methodology. And we do that at times too. So this isn't a ding on anybody like we're we're better because I don't think we are. But I do want to say this. I do think the methodology of teaching through books of the Bible, there's a real strength there because it protect because this is God's word. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I get it. Nobody woke up on Sunday morning thinking, yeah, what happened to the Chaldeans? And what, <laughs> what does God think about them? And what is his, what are the issues he's judging them for? But that's very relevant. What is he judging them for? Mm-hmm. Those, that's a relevant thing we, we all want to know. But I think sometimes teaching can be geared towards what's the felt need of the people or what's the preferences and sort of uh, soap boxes for the preacher. Yeah. And so the sermons are going to be, what does everybody want to hear? Or what does he want to say? Mm-hmm. You know, those, those are the two things instead yeah. of what does God have for us? And it, you know what? We just ended up on this Sunday in Habakkuk two verses five through 20. That's what we're going to be looking at. 15 verses on God's judgment on the Chaldeans. And I, I'll, I mean, if you listen to this for Sunday, I appreciate you pray for me. I'll try to, you know, make life application with it, but I just want to make the point that I I think God has something in that text for us today that if we just simply based what we're going to talk about on what we most want to hear at any given moment, there's no pastor in a million ages ever lands on <laughs> Chaldean Judgment Sunday. You yeah. know, that Sunday just never shows up. Three, uh, Our annual <laughs> Chaldean Judgment yeah, it's Sunday. Judgment of the Chaldeans, everybody. And so, 
that just never happens. But you know, it's it, we all of God's word is God breathed, and yes. there's something in there for, uh, in all of God's word for us, and we could really miss out on something the Lord yeah. has to speak to us uniquely. So we want to, and, and sometimes it's just good to, you know, it's uh, it, you got to eat your vegetables, and some mm-hmm. some passages may feel like more vegetables, yep. but uh, but that's healthy, and that's how you grow is is hearing from God. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, um, without saying exactly what we'll talk about. I think there's five woes in here, five judgments, but uh, but I, I do think the 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 methodology encourages me as as um, it, thinking the Lord has something here for us in a passage yeah. I might not normally read in my devotions or meditate on or journal on or pray about or certainly preach a sermon about. Yeah, that's good, and I think it's helpful for for us too, just people coming to church and hearing preaching to. Um, have books like this opened up for us mm-hmm. and and explained because uh, I mean honestly even myself uh, you know I don't tend to want to read these books sure. that are harder to understand sure. they're more difficult the yeah. topic uh, doesn't seem as easily applicable I right. mean it's a lot easier to go and you know read Jesus and the woman at the well and yeah. you're just like oh he's so forgiving yes yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know or read a psalm yeah you know, or read oh, a man, psalm. oh yeah for sure but but uh you know difficult uh you know the the minor prophets Habakkuk is just yeah. one of those where it's it's not uh immediately relatable. Um, and so it's really helpful too. And I love how you kind of use that as uh, a way of expressing our trust and our dependence on the word of God, the sufficiency of all Mm. of scripture. Um, I think that's really cool way that we can express that in our body, in this church, um, of just, you know, preaching through uh, series like these, um, really good. So thank you for well, that. Well, thanks. Yeah, thank you for your encouragement. And I, I, I mean, I didn't share it for that reason, but I, I appreciate that. But I just did want to communicate. I think sometimes it's good for a heads up to yeah. say, why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. Um, because God has spoken through His people, His covenant people over His over the history, and He has chosen to record. Um, both his actions and his words uh, to his people, yeah. and he put them there for our, their, uh, there for our good. You know, their their example is for us. The New Testament yeah. says in the Old Testament. So it, there's a there's a value there. So if you are listening, but uh, you're going to be here Sunday. Um, well, if you're not listening, you're not hearing what I'm saying. That was kind of a <laughs> foolish comment. <laughs> but if you're listening. <laughs> Listen, um, I think verses, uh, you can read chapter two, verses five through 20, and uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know, what, what are the various things God is opposed to, which I, yeah. I think that's relevant right off the top. If God's judging people for something, I kind of like to know what those categories are <laughs> and uh, yeah. seek to honor him rather than yeah. live in that way. So No, that's good. Hey, uh, one other thing. Can I say one other thing you I said? I would love for you to say one, one more thing. thing. Yes, yes, one more thing. Uh and in conclusion, um, yes. you meant, uh, you said what's coming up also yes. is our preview meeting. Rob's been making the announcement for our preview meeting for a long time, summer, yeah. summer preview. So when he's announcing it in like February and says it's at the end of March, probably I didn't pay attention and others didn't either, maybe. But it's this <laughs> Sunday. Yes. And uh, so Sunday night, 6 o'clock, we'll get together. And um, so we did want to just give some up. We're, we're, uh, there's some things coming up that I think we're very exciting, some stuff we're going to do this summer. Yeah. Uh, got some stuff we're going to talk about that has to do with uh, our leaders. Um, mm. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. Some of our uh, leaders, uh, <laughs> I'll just, I'll leave it at that, that we want to give some updates on. And then, um, then also just some things we're going to do this summer, which I think are going to be, uh, I think, 
refreshing and encouraging cool. uh, in the life of our church. So yeah. it's, it's it's just here's what's coming and here's how you can yeah. participate and and you know the um, the church is a family. You mm-hmm. know, he, God's our Father. We're called brothers and sisters. And yeah. uh, so there's times when you say, let's pull together, and as we're looking, as we're moving forward into the summer, let's let's move together as a family. Let's as a family join together, and uh, uh, you know, we're not just a collection of individuals coming to some kind of a production on Sunday morning. Uh, we are a family, and so that's uh, really important to to bear in mind. So, uh, and there's, uh, I think that'll be, I think it'll be encouraging for everybody uh, who's able to make it. And childcare is provided. So if you've got a kiddo, Great. we'll take care of them. We're going at six instead of seven because we'll, so we'll be done by say by seven thirty ish. Um, and, uh, that way you can, um, you know, get everybody home, get them, get them to bed that sort of stuff. Yeah. Get little ones. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to yes. be fun. And, uh, and you're you know, a part of it. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. I, I Your name am, will come up in the meeting, Jared. <clears throat> I'm doing a prophetic dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to say anything, but we were going to give an award for the best podcast producer at Grace Church. Oh, wow. And you're good. Yeah. There's a to, large pool for that. <laughs> yeah. You beat out, you beat out Wowzers. a lot of people. That's hilarious. So that, yeah. Um, don't, now, don't say you're going to do a dance. That will scare. No one. Will no, come. that's true. No, no one, one will come. I, I wouldn't even want to be there. No, you I wouldn't. might not even show up. <laughs> now, I've heard several rumors, one yes. of which Rob confirmed False. that <laughs> that kids will be leaving with Chick-fil-A dessert certificates. Yeah, what was that all about? Was that not, and he said it to the kids so that every kid's going to say, yeah, Mom, we yeah, got to go. Yeah, Dad, yeah. we got to go. I just want to know, what do I get? Well, am you're, a child, you're a, a child at heart. <laughs> am I a child did, of God? I'm say, a child of God. So. Yeah, well, no, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, didn't he say... <laughs> Giveaways, something like that. I'm really hoping it's a pizza. Yeah, it it wasn't very specific. Like, I mean, it could have been like a, it could have been a Hawaiian vacation. It's just we're true. giving giveaways. So he really pitched the kids big time. Yeah, They're, you're gonna get I don't know what like an ice cream cone or something. From I don't know Chick Fil A. I don't know. It's enough to get the children. It, it, there was a stir in the room. Yes. Could you feel it? I f- there yes, there was energy in there the was, room. There was a, a, a profound anticipation. Yes. But for the adults. <laughs> I'll ask Rob because I didn't, that was the first I heard about it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things. I don't know what happens here or there. I did not know that there were giveaways. Rob may have been making that up and then he's just going to go, I don't know, yank some stuff out of his garage. He's in the middle of it. announcing it saying, oh, oh, oh maybe no. I should give something. Uh, we're going to have a giveaway. Yes, we're going to have a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> and he just finds stuff in his garage. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. He's going to bring some stuff. Here's like here's an old, an old bicy- trophy. Yeah, here's a kid's bicycle. And uh, here's a it's here's broken like, in half. It's exactly. A, it's, a it's thrash a, skateboard. <laughs> Here's an yeah. Here's a crescent wrench. Uh, so I don't know what I don't Man, know. Man, it's gonna be great. Yeah, you'll want to come out. No, but we're gonna talk about some good stuff. Yes, and, for uh, sure. It's gonna be really good. Open up that Elder's Book of Secrets. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, but there's. Yeah, I'm still trying to find out what we're giving. I'd like to know some of those secrets. What are we giving away? Uh, no. So anyway, I will just say you'll hear from a, a number of folks in the church yeah. as well. Not just uh, you said Elder Secrets. It mm-hmm. won't just be elders. It'll be uh, other folks will be sharing yeah. some things too. So yeah. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be great and great. looking forward to it. And, and maybe Sunday morning, come and find out what uh, Rob's going to give away. <laughs> Six o'clock, right? Six o'clock. Yes. Yeah, All evening. right. Great. Well, thank you again for uh, going through these questions and thanks to you guys for sending them in. Uh, mm-hmm. Reminder, uh, continue to send in any questions you might have uh, related to the sermon to 469-573-2920. 
Thanks for your time, Craig. Oh, thank you, man. You do a great job at this. Well, it's always fun to be job. with you. It's always fun to be with you. Well, you Podcast know, producer extraordinaire. Man, what so, what a guy you are. Are you going to have an after party after you win your award on <laughs> Sunday night? <laughs> I should. The I need to prepare a speech, <laughs> an acceptance speech. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll see you on Sunday, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, take care, guys. Bye-bye.